Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Your host, Gregorio Leoni, will have smart discussion with experts, thought leaders, and friends on customer experience, transformation, innovation, and leadership. I hope you will enjoy the next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight it's really, really a big pleasure. I have Bruno together with me. Hi, Bruno. How are you? Hello, Greg. I'm good. How are you? Thank you for the invitation. It's such a pleasure to be here. Super happy and I am thrilled and I am also super happy to spend the next 30 minutes together with you. A Brazilian guy really focused on customer experience. I am quite sure it will be all about creativity as the number 10 when we are speaking about soccer or football for our friends in Europe. And therefore, I am full of joy starting this discussion, this game together with you. But we, before we deep dive in the digital experience, that's the topic of today, I would like really to learn a bit more about you. And therefore, Bruno, could you please introduce yourself? Yes, yes. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Bruno, Bruno Guimarães. I'm from Brazil, Sao Paulo. Uh, and I'm one of the, I'm one of the founders of the biggest community of uh, the biggest CX community in Brazil. So in 2017, I created the Amigos of CX, Amigos Friends of CX. That is a place where anyone can join any profession from the customer experience or any profession from other uh, areas can join us to really discuss about customer experience, how we can do, uh, how we can improve the market capabilities, how we can do benchmarkings, how we can uh, use the best tools in order to, to accelerate ACX program. So the idea is really to get together with the markets and somehow try to accelerate the, the market maturity because in Brazil, we still have a very mature market. We're still in the moment of people really understanding the difference between customer experience, customer service, CRM. So we are still in that phase. But on the other hand, we see a lot of opportunities here. So we see like the big companies really hiring a lot of people to take care of customer experience um, teams. We see a lot of a lot of tools emerging in the market to help deliver a better experience uh, as, as a technology. So we really in a moment, I like to say that we are in a hot spot right now, but we still have um, some challenges to overcome. And that is, in my opinion, that's basically the education of the market because people really need to understand what's behind this extreme. So, uh, so my mission with the community is really to get together the most people in order to leverage the discussion, leverage the word of mouth uh, about the topic and really try to accelerate the, the transformation the knowledge and the capabilities of our professions in order to do a better job. But even though we are very mature, I really believe that we can become a reference, a worldwide reference regarding CX. So Brazil is really a powerful uh, market when it comes to customer experience. Thank you very much, Bruno. And I really like the mission and the vision of, uh, of Amigos do CX. I will join even if I am not in Brazil because as you are explaining that it means people will get a lot of value from the community 
and they can bring their value into the community. And speaking about values, I would like to learn also a bit more about you. And therefore, my question, which are the values that drives you in life? Uh, awesome question. Uh, I mean, I, very, I really like to... I mean, since I build a community, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the kind of person that really like connecting, connecting people to business opportunities, connecting professionals, connecting partners. So I really... I'm really the type of the person that really likes to observe, to really see what's happening uh, in a quiet mode, looking, listening, and trying to get the most out of it. And with that, I really like to help people advance in their objectives, in their challenges. So I'm really the type of person that really likes to help the next one. So empathy for me is like must have because, I mean, Putting yourself in the in, in in the other one's shoes is really important to really understand what they're going through uh, before judging them because it's unfortunately is is very common to first we judge then we try to understand what the people are going through and that is a big mistake because I mean each one has our problems challenges. Um, uh, Happiness, I mean, we all facing all these kind of things in our daily lives. So sometimes we are in a bad moment and we just need to understand that. We just need to listen to, 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 to make ourselves available for, for the next one in order to talk, to understand, to listen. And sometimes all we need to do is to listen to someone. And that's the best how we, and that's going to be something really big for that person because of the moment that they're facing too. So I really, I, I really try to make myself uh, the more human as possible, the more prophetic as possible to really try to help others, to really try to understand what they're doing. And, and I believe that is the reason I really love customer experience because customer experience is all about empathy, is all about um, standing on, on other one's shoes, listening to, 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 the, to the customers. So when I realize that customer experience has all these values and are, are, are all my values, so that was the time that I was uh, low at first sight. So it really makes uh, it really makes sense for me to really work with customer experience because my values is my uh, ideas that I have in mind that I put in my job. So I really try to help I really try to make myself available for others in order to, to help them. I really like what, what you're saying. And uh, when I was listening to you, I remembered one, one guy, I don't know the name, but he said something like, people are there not to listen to, but people are there to provide answer. But other people want to be listened to. <laughs> And, exactly, yeah. uh, and, and therefore, I, I fully understand what, what, what you are saying. And thank you very yeah. much for, for this introduction. And I believe wisdom is basically know how to listen and learn how to really see what is really happening and talk less and do more action, I believe. that. So once you're listening, once, I mean, in order to understand what people are saying, what people want to, to, want to, to, to achieve, 
you need to listen. You need to understand. Because if you don't understand, you're probably not going to deliver the right solution or the, I mean, so listening is the first, the first, uh, step, step. Yeah. The first step in order to really create a solution. So, so if you are a good listener, you're probably going to achieve better solutions because you're going to probably understand more what is the problem and how to overcome it. It, I, I totally agree, and, and I, I, it's, it's great, and I really enjoy discussing with you. But net, now let's, let's go really to the topic we wanted to discuss. It's, it's about the digital experiences. And uh, yes, digital came from the word physical and digital, but everybody's speaking about that. Could you please explain to us what should we really understand under digital uh, consumer or digital experience? Yes, yes. I really love the, the subject about digital consumer. I my, the first time I got in contact with this with this subject with this topic was around 2017. Um, that I, I have a ba I have a background in the in marketing and, and digital transformation. So that was the time that I really understand what was a digital concept means and makes total sense. So I really believe that. Um, Going back in the years, so in 2000, in 1990, when the, 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 the internet came, especially in Brazil, came, became popular, it was very clear that, um, I was on the physical world or I was on the digital. So we needed to take the action to, okay, I'm going to log in at two o'clock. I'm going to be logged in in the afternoon. So we had the action to really move from one environment to the other. So the, the boundary was, was, was really clear that they exist, the physical world and the digital world. And once we start to see the, the shift in the technology in the smartphones, the iPhones starting all this movement in 2007, we saw these barriers really becoming invisible because the phone made ourselves, uh, made ourselves to become connected like 24 hours. So, the actions to, to, that we needed to make before that I'm going to be logged, I'm going to log in. It never happened anymore because I mean, the, 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 the smartphone was there. And it, once the smartphone was, 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 uh, was on, you were connected already. So with that, we start to see a lot of new technologies, a lot, a lot of transformations where the consumer, um, didn't really, uh, had the conscious that they were in a physical world or they or in a digital world because for them it was like organic it was native so they really uh they were just going through a journey and in that journey sometimes they were in the physical world sometimes they were in the digital world so let's say for example the uber experience so we start in the digital world, in the app so in the app you can uh add where you want to go you're going to have the information about how much you're going to spend, how much time you're going to take there, who is the driver, what is the car, and, and that is totally digital. Once the cars get there to pick you up, then you go to the physical, but all the information is the digital. So if you get into the car and you probably, if you don't want, you don't even have to say hi to the, to the driver because he has all the information. So right now, I'm in the physical inside a car going through point A to, to point B. So I'm in the physical. Once I get to, to my spot, I'll leave the car and I'll be back 
to the digital world to check if my if my if my if my service was finished and if everything is clear. If the driver is not leaving it open and just driving around and make my my budget going up. So I came back to the digital to really end my service with Uber. So we start in the digital, we go to the physical, then we come back to, to the digital. So the digital concept is 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 this journey where we're gonna move from physical to digital in many touch points in the same journey. And this is possible because of technology. Because I mean uh, with all the technology that we have, most of the service, most of the products, we can either uh, consume it online or on a physical. And with, okay, Bruno, I want to buy a car. That's always going to be a physical experience. Okay, but the journey to buy a car, you're going to go to the physical and to the digital. So, if, okay, today I decided I want to buy a car. So, first thing I want to do is probably going to go in Google, on websites, on reviews, to really get and uh, go after information about the car that I really want to buy. So, my first step is going to be in the digital. Probably my Third step, because on my second step, probably gonna go, I'm going to search for friends that have the same car that I wanted to buy it in order to understand what, what are their feelings about that car, to really, to really understand if the real clients are really satisfied with the car or not. Once I get to the, to the dealership, it's probably one of my last steps because I know all the informations and I'm, I'm only going to the dealership to, see, to really see the car in person, in physically, and if when I go to the dealership, if all the the perception that I created in my research makes sense, I'll probably gonna buy the car immediately, or I'll go back home. I'll do a little more research to really make sure that is the right car. So the the last mile, uh, the buying process, the conversion is gonna be in the physical because it's a car. And today with technology, we are already seeing people buying cars online. So, I mean, so the digital, we we didn't to, to really, we really need to focus on the whole experience and on the different touch points that we, we go through on that experience. So that is the, it's, it's a basic concept, but today it makes a lot of sense because of the whole technology of the uh, hyper connection that we are all facing, that we are living in. And so I believe that this every t- every day is, is the, the the boundary is 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 more visible than ever because I mean today for me in my head whenever I go through this experience I'm not say I'm not thinking okay now I'm on the Facebook okay now I need to be connected because it's gonna be connected it's totally organic it's totally I mean for me it's the same. As, as, as a consumer in the experience. So I mean, that is the, so that's why I really love the, the fish though, because it's how we can use technology in, as an enabler to really make this transformation, to really deliver a effortless, a seamless uh, experience to our clients. I think what you're saying, it totally makes sense. And it, it clearly shows with your two examples, uh, Uber, but also buying a car that nowadays companies cannot think only in physical or only in digital. And, and from your point of view, 
how is it possible to create this the best possible result out of it? Because what you're saying, I can understand that. For some personas, you go online, you search for the car, then you ask your friends, and then you go to the dealership. Older people's perhaps goes directly to the dealership and then ask them and try to check that. But then when they, they go home and then start checking that. How is it possible to create the, the best result out of these two different environments? Uh, I believe, first of all, it's really to understand who is your clients, who you're selling to, uh, who are you engaging to, who are the personas? Because, I mean, in one business, I can have different personas. I can have the ones that really love to be on the physical, in a store, have the physical experience. And I have a, can I have a person that really loves the digital one, that really hates to go to shopping, that really hates to go to, 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 uh, to a store and really wants to buy everything online. So, so it's really important to really understand who is your clients, uh, what are the expectations, and what kind of interactions that they usually do with the company. So with that, you can, we can create clusters and strategy focusing on the type of personas that we have. So it's really, to, it's really how, how we can really have information in order to deliver a more personalized uh, experience for the client. Of course, we cannot uh, be and do like experience journey for every client. So we can transform that into clusters with with same characteristics. But it's, if you if you don't have the information, if you don't have the knowledge about who is buying with you, who is your client, who is your consumer, you probably uh, won't know what are the best ways. To connect with them because you you can you can create like what is the best uh, process in your mind in the company perspective but that doesn't mean it's going to be the best uh, process for the client so we really need to change the focus and to really understand what are the expectations what are the clients how is that journey and what are the the, the moments in that journey that we that we there is they there is opportunity for us to really make change and deliver a better experience for them. So, like you said, um, someone will, some, some personas will prefer to go into the digital. Some personas will prefer to go into the digital experience. Others are going to prefer 100% uh, physical, but it's really to understand how we can use technology in order to deliver a effortless uh, experience for clients. You mentioned that several times, and therefore I think it it's, it's makes sense to ask now this question. You are speaking about about technology as quasi the support to create these these experiences. What's your view now that we are speaking about Web 3.0, virtual reality, augmented reality? It means we are moving much more in a digitalized world. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, and, and that is the and that is the technology disruption, right? So, um, one thing that is, seems really obvious uh, that what I'm about to say, but uh, especially in Brazil, we see a lot of that as people using that technology as a solution, not as an enabler, and that is a big problem because, again, once if we use the technology as a solution, we probably are are not we probably don't have the information. And we probably don't have um, the, the custom point of view 
in order to deliver what they need. So we are focusing on the company itself. So me as the company, I'm thinking that this technology will solve my problems, my process problems, will help me deliver better experience in my mind. But in the customer mind, that is, that's not what we want. We need something like easier. So whenever we buy a technology as a solution, we became, uh, we need to shift all over the process in order to use the technology. So we became like, so the technology is the leader and the whole company needs to adapt to the technology. And that doesn't make sense because you're spending a lot of money and you're not solving your problems. So you're using that technology in the way that the technology wants should be used. So, so again, we need to have the information about the customer. What are the steps they're going through in order to, to get to the, to, to the final result, the conversion to, to the relationship with us? Before, after I have all this information, after I understand what the, what are the challenges, what this, 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 this clients want to overcome in this relation, I can think of what kind of technology will help me accelerate this process. So, okay. In this touch point, if I have a technology that will help me, um, uh, make the customer, uh, have less clicks in order to, 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 to buy the product is going to be a better experience. And for me, it's going to be better because I will generate more, uh, sales, more revenue and things like that. So technology is a must have. In the moment that we are facing right now, we have a lot of opportunity. We have a lot of technologies. So we have a lot of things that we can use it in our favor. But we first really need to understand why we are using which technology at which at, at each touch point. So it's really important to map all this before buying, you know, to, to it, especially to buy the best solution and the most cost uh, effective for for the business. Which is your preferred digital experience? Um, one, I, I, I'm not sure it's my preferred one, but one that really impact me is on the. I didn't went through that that the experience, but I saw the, the case study. That is a, I believe, it was in Korea, South Korea. In the we have something in Brazil similar, but it's not the same. I'll explain both of them, but. In South Korea, they have this, in the subway, they have this store. It's a real store. So you get in the store, you, you have all the structure, but inside you have, you don't have any product. It's all, it's, it, it's full of LEDs, uh, big screens where you buy online. So you go into a store buying online. So that is like, for me, it's like the, 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 the top notch for, for the, the fish store experience because i mean you're in the physical store buying online and you have the option to really okay i want to take it okay i buy online i'll, I'll grab it and and, and 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 go or i can buy it online and send it to my place because i'm on subway i'm on, on my way to my home so i can just buy online and, and send it to my place in brazil we have something similar here in sao paulo uh is also in the subway the difference that we don't have the store, the physical store, we only have the 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 the, the, the big screens where I can buy perfume, uh, shampoo, conditioner from a big uh, a big brand in Brazil. So 
I'm waiting for my for my subway. There's nothing I can do. I just need to wait. Why not buy a perfume? Why not buy a shampoo? Or I need to buy a gift for someone. I'm on my way to my home. I don't need to go to a shopping. I don't need to go to a store. I just can use that moment that is useless and buy something. So, so I believe that these kind of solutions is really what's going to be uh, mind changing. And also, also comparing that the, 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 the physical and the digital world. I also see some. There's a there's a, there's a fast fast fashion company in Brazil called Amaro, uh, and they are very digital. So they have the stores in shopping centers, but uh, they also have the app. And if I'm a client to them and I go to the physical store, my experience of buying will also be on the app. So they have big computers on the store, and they don't have the cashiers. They don't have uh, they have the the the, the 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 attendance to help them, but to close the the, the sales, I need to log into my to my to my to my app or to their computers and log into my app from their computers and do the and finish my buying online. And I can choose. Okay, I can take an hour, or I don't know. I want to the, to be delivered at my place in the next two hours. So it's a mix. And, and 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 the mix is something that is really important because once I got into contact with the with the digital uh, uh, topic, there was a big fight, especially in the advertising uh, environment, saying that okay, the digital will kill the the physical world, especially the advertising. So people will not respond. The, the the advertisers won't won't buy a newspaper, won't buy a TV. Because they don't have the metrics, they don't have the, the measurements uh, to, to really bring the information. In the digital world, we have everything. We can track everything. So in the beginning, we had the discussion about, okay, it's better online, it's better offline, it's better uh, digital, it's better physical. And the good thing is today that everybody realizes that it's, it's a mix. It's important to have the physical, it's important to have the offline, but it's also important to have the online. So we can combine all this information in order to deliver better experience, so so the discussion about online offline is not doesn't make sense anymore because we need to combine both. I mean, sure. So yeah, yeah some experience is going to be much better in the physical. For example, if I want to buy a clothes, I, it's much better to to wear it, to have it, to 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 make it sure that it's good on me. And on the online, it's not possible. Okay, I can I can order, I can put on me. If I don't like it, I can deliver. Okay, but look how much effort I have in this, all in, in the in the digital one. So, I think when you can mix both, I think it's the best. It's the best solution. It totally makes sense, and uh, I think you are already speaking about futuristic solution. But the the last question I would like to ask about the digital experiences, and what we are speaking in ten years from now about digital experiences. Uh, Right now, the metaverse, uh, I, I have the feeling that we are going to, to the same direction as the beginning, as in 1990, where we had the boundaries, but now different boundaries. Now we are, with metaverse, people are going to be living in the digital world and, and going to take the action to go to the physical world. So it, it sounds a little bit crazy, but if the metaverse really move 
and the speed that they're moving and delivering what they're promising. The new generation is probably going to be like they're going to go. They're going to grow in this this metaverse environment, and for them, it's going to be much uh, native or uh, natural to start on the digital and then take an action to look, to go to the physical world. Like, sound a little bit uh, nonsense, but is look, but, but but that that's a little bit of my perspective when I see the metaverse, because in the metaverse, you're going to have all this uh, personalized experience. I can buy my own shoes that I'm the only one that are going to have these Nike shoes. Uh, I can wear my clothes that only I'm going to have that clothes. So we're going to start to see uh, people have like different lives. I'm going to have my life in the metaverse with my clothes in my house, my car, and everything that I, that I consume in the physical. And I also have my physical that is completely different from my digital. So I'm really anxious to see what's going to happen with the metaverse in the future, if that's going to really make sense or not. I'm a little, I'm a little afraid, I would say, <laughs> but at the same time, a little um, anxious to see what's going to happen because, I mean, technology is really accelerating and the disruption is really happening real fast. So tomorrow we never know what's going to happen. And in 10 years from now, it seems like a lot of time when we talk about technology. So, and also uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, all these kind of technologies take us to a digital world where we can uh, leave something that is not real, but looks real. So, yeah. So I, what I see from, from the next years regarding technologies is this combination of the mixed realities where I'm going to be living, I'm going to travel all over the world in a virtual scenario, not in a real scenario. And that's going to be perfect. That's going to be like as if I was there. So I believe uh, once we lose all those gadgets, big gadgets of the virtual reality, once the, the, the experience become a little bit more natural. Uh, we're probably going to see these things happening. Say, okay, tomorrow, oh, okay, at afternoon I want to go to Japan because I wanted to see some, like, some kind of sightseeing. Uh, and for me, it's going to be as the same experience as if I was physically going there. But this time I don't have to take a plane, a plane, and be like 24 hours in, in flying, jet lag, all this cost, language, uh, money. I just can go from my living room. I can go to Japan and back at the same time in 30 minutes. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I believe it's going to be something a little bit crazy. But yeah, I see the future a little bit like that. I, I love it and I think we already have the next topic for our next podcast together, Bruno. <laughs> Therefore, you are invited again. It was really a, a great discussion. But before we conclude this, this game together, still have three questions. The usual one, is there a book that you would like to suggest to the audience? Um, yes, there's a couple of books. Uh, with the community, we launched two books. So... Right now, it's only Portuguese, but we have the plans to, to translate to Spanish and to English. So one book is called uh, Custom Experience, in theory and a lot of uh, hands-on. 
So we we connected 35 professionals, uh, five international ones and 30 Brazilian ones. Each author wrote a chapter. So the idea of the book is really to show the audience what are these professionals doing on their jobs on a daily basis. So it's, it's a really uh, insightful book in order to, to for practitioners or for which, whoever's studying on the CX. Last month, we launched our second book with the same structure, but this time focus on employee experience. So we really focus on getting this, this discussion in place. Uh, and a book that is an international book. I, I would say two books. One is the outside in that we really covers all the disciplines and we every CX professional must read because really put all the all the boxes in place. And the effortless um, journey that also talks about how to create a better experience and how we can use technology as well to reduce the gaps and to become seamless and effortless and journeys. Thank you very much, Bruno. And the next question, and I think quite a lot of people will contact you because speaking about the metaverse and what will happen and going <laughs> to Japan, you it, it's really exciting what you were saying. Uh, what's the best way to contact you? Um, through LinkedIn. So Bruno Guimarães uh, can find me there. And please contact me. I'm the type of, uh, as I said in the beginning, I really like this community uh, environment. I really like to connect, to listen, to talk to, to new people, to listen to new stories. So please feel free to connect me, to send me high doubts, questions. I'd love to talk to everyone. And do you have a web page of Amigos to Brazil that you can share or we can put in the show notes? Yeah, amigosdocx.com.br and also on LinkedIn and we also have a Telegram uh, group. It's all in Portuguese, but anyone is more than welcome to join us and it's on Telegram where all the discussion really happens. So it's the live discussion, let's say like that, where people really send their doubts, uh, invite people for benchmarking. Uh, I mean, there's all the discussion, live discussion happening. Thank you very much. And now we are really coming to the last question, the last opportunity to score a great goal uh, after at least the hat-trick that you already scored. It's <laughs> Bruno Golden Nugget. It's something that we discussed or something new that you would like to leave to the audience. Uh, I would say to really uh, focus on getting as much of the information as you can from, from the customer to really understand what are their expectations, what are their needs, and why they're really, and why is this customer um, connecting and starting a relationship with you, but not only finding the right information, but really using that information to deliver better experience. Because if you are only uh, collecting the information, not doing anything with that, it's better not to collect because you're wasting your time, you're, you're wasting the client's time and it can really generate a, a big frustration for the client because they're losing their time to really tell you what they think is wrong, what they think that you can do better to deliver them a better experience and you're just ignoring that. So you, they will be very frustrated with that. So 
If you're going to do any kind of research with clients, uh, collecting data from them, please make sure that you're going to use that for something. Please take, take the actions, the necessary actions to really uh, make the change in the customer life, to really deliver the experience and listen to those, to those clients because they have a lot of, a lot of things to say. And if they're speaking to you, is because they really want to continue with their relationship with you. The ones that are not speaking with you, they are, they're going to be gone and you're going to not even notice. It. So value all those feedbacks, really give the space for them to, to talk to you, listen to them and really take action to, to deliver a better experience for them. Thank you very much, Bruno. And my feedback to you, it was really an outstanding discussion. Thank you very much. We see and we feel the passion that you have for this topic and therefore it was really a great discussion. Thank you very much for your time, Bruno. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, our audience, for listening to us and it was a great pleasure, great honor to be here um, sharing knowledge, exchanging information. So for me, it really, really was a great moment. Thank you. Thank you. And also to the audience, I think Bruno already said everything. I don't need to add anything. If you have feedback, feel free to share it with us, with Bruno or with myself. Happy to help the community. Happy to grow together. Have a nice day. Have a nice evening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it. Share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business. We are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you.